Uh, welcome to episode 19 of Wickedly in Love. This is uh, the story of our quest from infertility to having a family. I'm Mike Wicket. I'm Lee McNabb, sometimes Wicket. Depends what name I'm going by that day. Uh, and after <laughs> some struggles, if you have just joined us, after some struggles to get pregnant, uh, uh, back in January here in 2019, we had the miracle that is our baby Britain, who we're now watching on the baby monitor three and a half months later as we record this. And um, Girlfriend's got a mohawk. We were fighting over what the topic was going to be uh, for this episode. And Lee wanted it to be about my paternity leave, which I was off for two weeks after Lee's three months. And I said, well, Mother's Day uh, was yesterday or two days ago. And... I don't know how I won, but I did. And we're going to talk <laughs> Pick about... Pick and choose your battles. We're going to talk about Mother's Day here because now uh, here we are three and a half months in. We just had your first Mother's Day. We spent it with your mom uh, mm-hmm. uh, in Des Moines. And I, I got to know what's, what's it been like knowing you're a mom, something you wanted for so long, celebrating your first Mother's Day. I think I put something on Facebook, which is where all the, the truth... Mm-hmm. eventually lands um, that I just kind of kept pinching myself all day on Sunday um, making sure it was real you know um, I'd spent 38 Mother's Days with my mom and the last three or four with my sister who has two kids and um, it was always their day and always their weekend and I always kind of thought that's the way it would be and there is actually on the calendar an aunt's and uncle's day that my sister so sweetly would send me a card and a gift and then us a card and a gift um, because we don't celebrate or didn't celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day. And so I just kind of um, spent the day reminding myself that it was real. And I also told myself the calories didn't count. No, that they no. don't on Mother's Day. That's no. a fact, actually. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what was it like when you woke up that morning? Um, well, it was glorious because you took night duty. That's the reason I led with this question. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you wanted to talk about Mother's Day because it makes you look really awesome. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that was the first time you'd actually done all the night things. How was Mm -hmm. that? I should turn the tables here. For those that don't know, uh, every night, even when she was on maternity leave and now that she's back at work, Lee always gets up when Britain cries around midnight or 1 a.m. and does the late night feeding and allows me to just stay sleeping in bed. I don't know why, but she does. Uh, I think her reasoning was there's no reason for both of us to be tired, which, by the way, is an awesome answer. But because it was Mother's Day, um, I said, I got this. So I slept in the room with the baby. We had, at her mom's- Let me interrupt and say the reason is... A, I was breastfeeding. But B, when that's over, selfishly, I just like that time with her. I, I get it. It's snuggly. Oh, I get it. Absolutely. She's barely awake. You just throw food in her mouth and lay her back down. That's really all I did And when I filled in for you. <laughs> when I filled in on, for on you. On Saturday night. No, I mean, it was, it was fine. I mean, she... I went to bed about 9. She got up about 10.45. And then she got up at 2. Then she got up at 5. Then we got up at 8.30. Whenever, something along those lines. So I, I, it was fine, but I wanted you to have a night's rest because it was Mother's Day. It did make my heart smile just a skosh that she got up a few times for you. Just to get you like a full run through the ringer kind of experience. I get it. I get it. All you of know? this makes sense. So I woke up Mother's Day morning and I laid in bed and I 
played on my phone and <laughs> I just like put all my limbs out because there was no Michael, there was no baby, there was no dog. Um, and then got up and went down and had enjoyed a cup of coffee. You and your mom? We did. Yep. You and, and Grammy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just kind of took our time getting ready and went to brunch. But my morning, uh, I did go ahead and grab her to change her diaper. Um, Mother's Day morning. And you said, well, if you're changing her, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and change her into this? And handed me my first gift, which was a onesie that said, Mom, you're doing a great job. Or something like that. Happy first Mother's Happy Day. Happy first Mother's Day, Britain 2019. So cute, little onesie. I don't think we're throwing that one out. Uh, no. That one's not going to be donated. No. To, the next, to the, our next friends who have children. Or our next. Right. <laughs> So then, let's, um, let's get through four months right. first. Uh, um, uh. Then I went up to get ready, and you said, "Well, here you might want to wear this," and you handed me my shirt, mm-hmm. and we had matching shirts. And my set, mine said something like, um, "I never thought I would be this awesome mom, but here I am, killing it with Britain 2019 or something like that." Close, super. You're good. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I never dreamed I'd grow up to be a super cool mom, but here I am, killing it with Britain since 2019. So she can wear that every year. For every Mother's Day I can wear Day that every day. That's Hello. true. That's true. Um, what have you learned about being a mom in your first three months that you, when you sat back on Mother's Day that you didn't know? I mean, a lot of the things are so cliche, but you really don't know the feeling until you are a mom about the unconditional love. And I mean, it's funny. I was, ta- Britton and I were talking the other day, as we often do. Mm-hmm. And I said something to her like, you know, you haven't been around here very long, you know, less than four months, but she, she, <laughs> and went on with the conversation. But if you think about it, how many people or relationships are there in your life that you know them for a day, a week, a month, four months, and you care for them as much that quickly as your child? And I don't know that there is another relationship like that. Um, and so I... Yeah, I guess it's just realizing all the cliches are true. Does it feel like three months has gone by? No. It's like both, right? It feels like it's been 80,000 years. <laughs> Especially when she wakes up at 2 a.m. <laughs> and 4 a.m. and 5.30. Because there is a part of me that's like, what did, what did we do before? Oh, yeah, we drank way too much and stayed up too late. <laughs> um, <laughs> but We do not do that we anymore. We do not do that anymore. Um, but then it's also like, Ah, time's going so fast. Why don't you fit into your three-month clothes anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, And again, with the cliches, it's like, what is it? The days are long, but the years are short. And at this point, the days are long, but the months are short. So um, next week, she'll be four months old, and she'll go for her four-month appointment. Mm -hmm. And it's both gone really quickly and, um, you know... Has its moments where it doesn't go so quickly. What's been surprisingly easy? Well, we've said this in conversation with each other that this has been, in general, has been easier than we thought. And I don't know if we, because I'm not, I'm not, we're not saying it's easy. Okay. Not saying that. Um, but I think either we built it up to be this like horrendously difficult thing or um, we've got a good kid 
And by good, I mean just easy to... <laughs> we have a good one. Easy to get along, you know, with. Or maybe a little bit of both. Um, you know, it was a complete 180 lifestyle change for you and me. I mean, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. There um, aren't very many people I know that, you know, lead an act or led an active lifestyle like we did. I mean, literally going out and doing something almost every night um, to the complete opposite and are pretty okay with it. We are at three and a half months, like you said, four months next week. I don't know how many weeks because I don't understand how that works. But Before kids, that annoyed me, so I'm trying not to do it. Right? Like, by the way, <laughs> uh, I mentioned this in something I had said on the air. It's before Britain, I didn't care about anybody's kids. Like, I really, well, like... Well, this I did, isn't I, shocking now, is like, it? Like, it was cool that you had kids, but I was... I, you know, I, we had nieces and nephews I know, I know, I know. Boob. But it's like, your kids are your kids are great, but they're yours and I don't care. Now, I love your kids because... You love other I, people's kids I, I do, I do. And I know there are people who are listening to this right now. <laughs> that are thinking... That are thinking... You were in my house and you didn't care about my kids. You lied for three years, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> or more than that. Maybe you just didn't realize the ability to which, or the capacity mm-hmm. to which you had to care. Right. No, I think that's a thousand percent it. Because, you know, Britain is our responsibility to eat, to, to change clothes, to change diapers. I was just having dinner with some friends and they all have grown kids. I stayed home, by the way, to take care of the baby, which is a big change for us. Going back to that. Um... I, and and they, I said I have to leave, and they, they said they said why do you have to go? And I said well, we have the baby at home, and they said that baby can wipe its own ass. I said actually no, <laughs> she's only three months; she can't. Whereas everyone else has kids that are in high school and in college. And I said well, you know that's that that's the difference. Um, you know, going back to the whole point of this podcast that we've been doing now for a couple of years, and it's that was a fruit fly. Got it. I hope we don't have an infestation. Call <laughs> Pete the Bug Guy. Um, it's true. PeteTheBugGuy.com. Uh, I, I, the whole point of this is we started it because talking about infertility is a taboo topic. And so many people go through it. Men, women, always go talking, you know, having it in the background, don't want to bring it to light. And, and we hope that every step along this way has been, you know, a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel or just some hope because I didn't watch my wife cry very much throughout this process, but I have seen it. And to get to where we are, to get to Mother's Day, there's going to be a lot more Mother's Days, but to get to Mother's Day is a day we never thought was going to get here. And we had hope. And, and I don't know if you prayed. People pray. Some people, pray. I don't pray, but other people pray, and it, it it's it's amazing that we crossed this mark. It really is amazing that, to me that we crossed this mark, and the next one will be her birthday and the Christmases. Mm, Father's Day, yeah, Father's Day, Christmases, all that kind of stuff. But the first Mother's Day, I hope, was special for you. It was. He also made me a scrapbook, not like cutting out crafts kind of scrapbook. Not that nerdy. Um, but printed out all the pictures that he'd taken from the day she was born until now. I think it's a 600 photo scrapbook. It's huge and awesome and covers three, three months. <laughs> three months. So. Um, so next week when we do this, 
we're going to talk about my paternity leave. Okay, then I will make sure I have some questions prepared okay. to ask you about paternity leave. And I think <laughs> the other angle that this podcast is trying to accomplish, like you said, is mm-hmm. shedding light on just the stuff you don't talk about in general, whether it's guilt, whether it's um, you know infertility, Doubt. whether it's the fact that I cut our daughter's nails today oh, and my she Lord. bled... Like nobody's she, business, she, and I still she, feel okay. horrible about she, it. She nipped her fingertip, and she there was a little bit of blood. It was on her onesie, her pants, her feet. It, she looked like she had been... It. There were three drops of blood on the white onesie and one drop of blood on her pants. But if you went to someone's house and their kid was covered in blood, would you not be concerned? We just held tissue up to it. It was fine five minutes later. But these things happen, right? And you feel terrible. And you, and you feel, feel terrible. terrible. And um, hopefully together we can talk about all of the things that happen that we feel terrible about that we don't talk about in public. But yeah, I made my kid bleed. Happy Mother's Day. So with that, thanks for listening. Tell a friend, subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and KMBZ.com and 997thepoint.com and Facebook.com. But uh, we thank you so much for listening, and we will talk with you again next week. Love you. I love you.